Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The volume. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps. Happy Thanksgiving. It's time to talk some football. Uh, There's so many great storylines going on Mm -hmm. in the rivalry weekend. We're going to talk about it all when it comes to every single game. Um, obviously we'll talk the game, Ohio state, Michigan. We got the civil war, Oregon, Oregon state, Alabama, Auburn in the iron bowl, the egg bowl, LSU, A and M, and even FSU, Florida, which has a name, the sun shine showdown. Whew. That is, uh, not easy to say the sun, sun the sun shine showdown, the sun, yeah. especially with someone who has a lisp, like I, I do. It's just, it's just I can't do too. Yeah, Aaron, how was uh, how was some action last night? You had a good time. I did have a great time. A little action. It wasn't that cold, and Bowling Green just bent them over. Unfortunately, so it was not as exciting of a game to call as I was hoping it would be. But um, that's it for action, boys and girls. No more action. It was uh, it was fun while it lasted. Your boys freaking fired up. I just got my bird in the brine uh, for the Mm. first time this year. I'm doing like, I'm trying to do like a real good brine, not just like salt and water, right? I went and got, I got freaking salt, brown sugar. I got uh, orange peels in there. I got peppercorns. I got bay leaves. I got rosemary. Mm. I got fresh minced garlic in there. uh, And I just put the bird underwater for the next 24 hours. Let's freaking go, dude. Feeling mm. good. Mm. And then as soon mm. as I get done with talking about college football day, curse light. 
in the backyard, mm-hmm. chilling out all day long. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, all right. Let's start with the big one. Let's start with Air Murray. The game, Ohio State mm. and Michigan. And uh, it it feels more than any other situation I can ever remember. Because of the top-heavy nature of the Big Ten, um, this is truly what the entire season has been building towards. Like, the Big Ten maybe has some fun mm-hmm. stuff going on the interim, like Iowa and Iowa winning the West while hitting unders and being awful is cool, and Nebraska being so close to being bowl eligible, just like continuing to barely fall short is 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 somewhat interesting. Uh, could Penn State join the big boys? Was a was a talk we kind of liked. I thought about Talia Tongvaloa probably like three times this season. Just like thought about him for a second. Um, but ev- everything's been leading up to this moment right here. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it. I don't know that I can find a great parallel for. I mean, this is truly an all-in mm-hmm. moment for both schools. Do you think this game loses luster next year when when they're probably going to have to rematch right afterwards in the Big Ten championship game because there's no divisions? Like, is this the last big moment in this rivalry game or will it always feel this big? What do you think? Um, God, I'm so distracted. I look like a fucking corpse. I'm so pale. Um, I... Uh, potentially, I mean, okay, look, yes. If they were to play and rematch a week later, absolutely. It sucks for the winner. It's great for the loser. It sucks if the winner of the first game loses the second game, all that stuff. I understand all that. I, do you, do you think it's just going to be automatic every year? No, no, no. no. I don't, I don't think joining, joining the, uh, joining the fight. No, not, no, but they will still have. They will still most likely maybe Oregon. Oregon's getting into the the situation where they're recruiting at a high level with Dan Lanning, and he's going to put together a good roster. But they will still probably be the favorites to 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 be the final two teams when it's all said and done. Um, I mean, I, I also like. You, I, also, you, I wonder if you ahead. move the game too, like move it to middle of the season where it's not like because you know more times than not it's going to be those two in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, they so have even to play with back Oregon, to Washington, USC inviting chaos in there. Like, hopefully, mm-hmm. with better money, other teams starting to catch up. Like, maybe Penn State finally does break through. What if Penn State gets like a good offensive coordinator? James Franklin actually lets him go. And that's not to say this any of this was the Ohio State Michigan will still have the two of the best rosters in college football. They will still have it. I'm not, it's not going to happen every year. Like, I'm not trying to say it's going to happen for for the Michigan's next not years. an overwhelmingly good roster though. They're they're very good. I mean, they're in the elite and, club. And but if they're they not lose, if they lose hardball, they could be a they could, you may lose a lot of that energy of which they've been able to build for the past three years. So maybe not. I'm just saying, like, just in case, because they will still be two of the powerhouses in that conference. Do you move the games earlier in the season to protect the back-to-back game? Uh or or, or goat dog says Oregon pulling both these old farts under. Yeah. I mean, look, let's we gonna talk Oregon today, Aaron Murray. Or yeah. it's fucking prove it time for the Oregon Ducks. Yeah. Uh We'll get there. We get there, though. Let's yeah. let's talk about the game, the game itself. Yeah. Saturday, eleven a.m. Probably the second most interesting game taking place at eleven to LSU A and M. Um, there's so many, like I said, the dynamics of this game mm-hmm. beyond just the fact that it's been this incredible build up to this moment. Uh, it's also one of the most complicated games when it comes to kind of narrative dynamics and trying to figure it out and trying to think about what I really think is going to happen. Uh, and 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 this is where I think I get kind of fascinated, Aaron. If we resort to the KISS method, right? 
Keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. It should not be hard to figure out who's going to win this game. Michigan beat Ohio State badly in bad weather in Ann Arbor two years ago. They beat him in perfect weather last year in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, now you have a worse Ohio State team and a better Michigan team. And so obviously Michigan wins, right? Right? But okay, sorry. You're gonna tell me you're gonna tell me finish your point. No, 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 because I got I got I got a little bit of runway left, and I want to hear I want I just I I've been looking for something to make me laugh on this pre-Thanksgiving day. Tell me that last year's Ohio State with C.J. Stroud is better than Common Cords Ohio State. Can you tell me? Can you, can you say it? So I can it's a better defense. Brain. It's a better defense. It's a better defense. That's not what I fucking said. You, 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 you've you had a significant downgrade at the most important position in I, all of football. 100% agree. Stroud had Ohio State on the edge of beating but, but, Georgia. But you, you, I, I have 100%. There's a massive downgrade. But you didn't have Henderson last year. Um, Marvin Harrison's a, a year older. Cade Stover's balling out. You got a Buka. You you have the pieces. I didn't say it was a bad team. I don't think it's as good of a team as last year. I think I think the defensive improvements maybe kind of keeps it like where, what you lost the quarterback spot and how much better the defense has gotten may kind of equal things out to say, hey, you have a chance to to at least slow down Michigan's offense a little bit more this year than in years past. Okay, then let's say this. Then let's say this. Let's go back to our KISS method. Okay. Michigan won the last two years in both venues in wildly different weather. Yep. And now you have an equivalent Ohio State team and an even better Michigan team. Okay, so it should be simple that Michigan's going to win this game. But this is why I say it's fascinating mm-hmm. because Tell you me. have the no Harbaugh factor, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as we discussed, not having your general out there has a way of affecting you, even if it's not like he's not calling plays or anything. It matters. Um, there's no sign stealing. And I know some of you will tell me that's not a big deal, but like other very smart football people will tell you it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And as we kind of talk about, that's the insidious part about a drama like this is that it kind of chews away at the success. Yeah. Like, like you don't really know how did this success come about? Um, and I would also say, or I, I would say though, if I was trying to argue for Ohio state, this game, um, it is the Marvin Harrison jr. Factor. Uh, there is not another player like him on the field. Like that was one of the most disappointing parts of Michigan Penn State was seeing Roman Wilson just completely disappear. Like mm-hmm. when I finally tuned into Michigan this year, I expected him to feel more dangerous, more dynamic, and they did not. And, and maybe they don't have to. The same way they didn't have to against Penn State. But like that's what I would be hanging my hat on if I was Ohio State. Is that I do have the most dangerous weapon among both teams. Well, I think they have the two most dangerous weapons on both teams, and uh, both like so. You you not only have him, but you do have uh, a healthy Travion. Who you look at his stats the past five games, four of those have been over 100 yards. He's been one of the most dynamic running backs the last five. Wait, weeks but you're, but you're not season. taking him over Blake Blake over Corman Edwards, right? I would say he's been more dynamic than th- this year than they have. Like the the Michigan running game has so not been the same, and I think like we we were praising this offensive line for Michigan. To start the season, I'm like, oh man, maybe they're even better than they were in the past two years. And watch out, they're going to win the 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 Joe. I'm going to say it right, Joe Moorhead or Joe Moore. Award. No, Joe, no Joe Moore, just, not Joe Moore. Just, Joe, Joe Moorhead Moore. is the failed yeah, Mississippi State yes, uh, head coach. Yeah, they want him back Moore. at Penn State now. Just the Joe Moore one. They, they, they may win it for a third straight year, but then the more you look at him, and they've been banged up a little bit on the front line for Michigan. 
they've not had a ton of success this year. They've not been great in pass protection. Uh, they, you could see that versus Penn State. And, and I know Ohio State maybe doesn't have the, the pass rushers that, that Penn State does, but um, I just think the offensive line has underachieved a little bit, and they've set the bar really high. So like it's, it's, it's a little bit down from where it's been the past few years. Where and it's not like Ohio State is, is a bunch of just movers on the front line either for their offensive line. But I just think the way that I've seen Travion play when healthy – He's one of the most dynamic running backs in the country. So I think that gap is closed than it than maybe it has for the past two years, where I don't think it's like, oh my God, you got these two incredible running backs from Michigan. Ohio State really doesn't have a running game at all. They have to rely on the passing game. I think this Ohio State offense is more balanced this season than they were last year. And you think they're going to run on the Michigan defense? <clears throat> I think they have a better chance of doing it than they did last year, which should hopefully give Marvin Harrison some more one-on-one opportunities where you just can't play too high and just say, hey, we're going to put a safety over top to, to, to kind of shadow Marvin. Like, no, like Ohio State is significantly more capable of running the football this year. And like, like I've been torn, man, because I've been, you know me, I, I, I've, I've talked about how good I think Michigan is this entire season. Yeah. And I don't want, I, mean, I don't want, I don't want the last like two it's weeks. coming a bit out of nowhere. You're advocating pretty hard here for an Ohio State play in Ann Arbor. I know, I know. I just I, I went back and watched the last two games from Michigan, and you start seeing some of the holes. And they don't look great. They don't look great. They have not look good. And I think it's 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 a very easy schedule. So they looked dominant. They started playing a little bit better competition, and you started to see some chinks in the armor, especially on offense. You started to see and 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 the, the, the passing idea, game. And there is the old idea that we kind of discussed way earlier in the season. Michigan's not really battle tested. Like you can say maybe Penn State was, but I don't know how much of a battle it is if you win a game where you have to throw eight passes in the second half. Who's the like, better like, roster? It, Who's the better roster? Well, Ohio State. Yeah, but but they've been that the last two years. I know, I know. You got I their know. ass kicked both years. But that's there. There, but they, they, they're, therein lies the rub, though. I mean, that I is the issue, right? And remember how remember how all of last year was the opposite. Where we were like, uh, like Ohio State, like Ohio State's gonna like, even though Michigan was the defending Big Ten champs and they had beat him last, we were like, there's, there's just no way, like Ohio State's gonna win, Ohio State's gonna win, Ohio State's gonna win, and then Michigan pretty emphatically mm -hmm. said, "Fuck you, let's make it two in a row," and so it, now we're finally giving ourselves over to Michigan, and you're kind of naturally rubber banding back to Ohio State. I mean, it's, I it's maybe not a bad play. I, I I'm I'm just what Jim Knowles has been able to do in two seasons and, and and where this defense is playing right now. I'm just trying to think in my mind where I think Michigan can score. Where, where, where is Michigan's advantage on offense? When you look at the Ohio State's defense and what they've been able to do from yeah. from the, the number one passing defense in that conference to how good they've been stopping the run. I, at least well, I can theory, look, at no, least, theory, at least I can look at Ohio State, Murphy, right? Yeah, and JJ's like, coming off two of his worst games of the season. It's like that to me. Yeah. Like if if they would have been as dominant the past two weeks, then I would feel better about this. But now that I'm seeing some issues, I kind of look at it and say, Ohio State's playing some of the best defensive football in the country right now. How does Michigan consistently move the ball up and down the field against them if they're not creating chunk plays in the run game? Where I look at Ohio State and I was like, at least I know you got two of the best weapons in America or at least one of them at receiver, one at running back, that can create explosive plays. Like Marvin Harrison Jr. can take over games. I don't know who at Michigan right now can take over a football game like Ohio State can take over a football game from their side.
Mm, they haven't needed playmakers the last couple of years, though. So we'll see. Like, yeah. so I, I okay, you're kind of now I'm starting to see the entire picture here. So not so not only could the defensive improvement maybe make up for uh, you know having to downgrade a quarterback, uh, but more specifically, uh, that defensive improvement could put uh, this in Ohio State. Like like last year, Ohio State was forced to try to sell out to stop the run, which opened up these big plays. Mm-hmm. And you think that they won't have to do that potentially this year to stop the run? No, not they, as they, much. They, no, yeah, no, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um. And maybe I'm just looking at looking too deep in the JJ after what I've seen from the past two weeks, but he's banged up. He just does not look, and I think it's a lower body injury right now. He doesn't look like the same quarterback. He doesn't. And the offense line does not look like the same offense line we saw at the beginning of the season. Okay. I mean, you know, Michigan favorite. And I, and, I, and I do think there's a legit coaching factor in this one. Yeah. I think, yeah. Ryan, I, think I think I truly think Ryan Day has his team playing with the mentality of we are tough SOBs and and they're acting like that and they've done it all season long like they've been the aggressors like I've never seen Ohio State in my entire life plays as as aggressive on both sides of the football as they've done this year Ryan that's Day's what a, you need in this game if he's what you need Ryan Day's a bitch if he doesn't call out Lou Holtz immediately after the game if if, if Ohio oh, State he's wins gonna call, he's gonna call out Jim for cheating and like the reason why I lost the past two years is because I've been going against a team that's cheating you take that away and look what happens well, that's the best part about all of this, right? Is that you, uh, for each school, okay, so Michigan's had a magical two years for the most part. Mm-hmm. If they lose this game, all of it is shattered. You know, yeah. all of it was because of cheating. Harbaugh mm-hmm. probably leaves and goes to the NFL because he's going to get in trouble. And all of a sudden, Michigan, which was finally, you know, resurgent, maybe even going to thread for national championships, all of a sudden, they're back at ground zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Ohio State, well, a win would obviously erase all the pain in the last two years. You do it in Ann Arbor, which would add a bit, and then you win the, you know, you're on the Big Ten Champions, the playoff, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but if Ohio State loses, well, then all of a sudden, it's not just because of the sign stealing. And yeah. and and you're going to tell me that Ryan Day, our guy, can't even beat Michigan without Jim Harbaugh mm. with this Mm-mm. great defense? So, like, it's not just actual playoff hopes and championships that are on the line. There's a metric the, shit ton of narrative floating oh yeah. in the air as well. And that's why this game's so hype. It's going to be awesome. Joel Cladis had a hard on all week getting ready for this game. And I would too, right. if I was calling it like, I mean, the, 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 the amount of storylines that you can hit for four quarters on top of that, two of the best teams in college football. So it's going to be an entertaining game where you don't even really need the storylines. You can just kind of dip in and dip out whenever you want. I mean, this is a dr- absolute dream. For for a, bo- a broadcaster, we will jump on this call. I mean, it is luck. Yeah, it's delicious. I mean, really, guys, yeah. the next four days are fucking delicious. Mm. All we're going to be doing is eating awesome food and watching awesome college football Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then NFL interspersed everywhere within mm. as well. Uh, our cup overfloweth. Let us give thanks. Who wins for the time? Who wins? Um. Again, I'm just going to go back to the kiss method. I'm going to say Michigan, although you you have me, like, if I was going to place a bet this second, I would bet Ohio State plus three and a half after everything you just said. You laid out a convincing argument, Aaron Murray. Congratulations. Mm, thank you. Thank Look you. at you. I'm going to Ohio State. I, I just think they're the better okay. roster. I think they're the better Hell roster. Yes. Um, 
they got the they got the more elite playmakers and they're playing better right now. They're playing like, so they, oh. they are playing significantly better. I don't think I said this, but this is the last thing too. One thing we always talk about is Michigan going to be battle tested, right? And like I said, they mm-hmm. didn't really get that test against Penn State. Ohio State's been in a couple of fucking dog fights, you mm-hmm. know, and that makes you stronger, right? So Michigan still kind of has yet to taste blood, but but we will see. Um, all right, next up, we got to talk the Civil War, Oregon versus Oregon State. But first, let's start with something funny on this matter. Um, Aaron, do you know what trophy this game plays for? No idea. They play for the platypus trophy. Oh, Why would really? it be a platypus? I know. What does a platypus look like? A duck. And a beaver. And combined. A beaver. Oh. How about that shit? Isn't that great? Yeah, like I read this like morning, the platypus trophy. I'm like, oh, that's a funny trophy. And then like an hour later, my brain went like, Pew! and I was like, holy shit. It's a platypus because it's the duck and the beaver. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And... Uh, it's incredible because this is a game now that features two really good teams with a ton on the line. Uh, what's not incredible, what bums me out, is that this game first took place in 1894. Mm. Okay. Since that first meeting, you know, I love stats, stuff like this. It's this an excerpt from a local Corvallis newspaper. Since that first meeting, 25 presidents have held office. The first airplane took flight. A man stood on the moon. They played the game in Portland, Albany, Corvallis, and Eugene. The game's name has been changed multiple times. Nearly everything about America has changed since 1896. But one thing has remained a constant. The ducks and beavers will find each other on the gridiron. Unfortunately, right now, this is not scheduled for 2024. So enjoy this on Friday because we don't exactly know when we're going to see this again. So sad. I mean, if, if Washington, Washington State could come to an agreement to, to play each other every single year, like, come on, Oregon, Oregon State, like, make this game happen. Um, especially how competitive it is, too. But, hey, listen, I, I get hurt feelings, changing of landscape. It, it's, 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 it's sad, but we'll see if it happens. Uh, this is going to be a great game. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. Maybe not. I, I, Oregon is the the to me Oregon's one of the most complete teams in college football. Uh, they can stop you running, they can stop you passing, they can throw the ball themselves. Here you go again. Here you go again. I, I unless unless you can just try and do what's the most said, impressive thing that Oregon this, has done outside you of the it, Utah you said, win. You you said it this week to the 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 road to victory for Oregon State versus Washington was laid out perfectly. I mean, yes, at home in the rain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just everything was literally gift wrapped for you to win a top five matchup, and you yep. couldn't get it done. Why? Because the old DJ, you kind of popped its head out, and you had a couple turnovers against a Washington mm-hmm. defense that has been not good against the run this year. Has not been. You're good pretty good against Bo Nix, but continue. Not good for the majority of the season. That okay. has not been a good defense, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get it done. So I, I, I honestly, I lost a lot of faith faith in that defense that. Um, and that football team and offensively. So I think the same idea has to apply for this game for Oregon State. You, you got to keep it out of Oregon's hands. Bo Nix is playing on a different planet right now. And, and you know, why I don't agree Michael Penix should be in the conversation when it comes to Heisman. I no, Penix do is think, done. Penix I, is done. I do think Bo deserves to be in that conversation. Yeah. He's going to break the record for completion percentage. He's been accurate. He's been taking care of the football. He's been a playmaker, dynamic in the backfield. Uh, they got the elite running back. They got Franklin at, at the receiving position. It's just going to be too much for Oregon State to handle unless they can just chew up clock. 
Again, though, this is where it gets weird. Who won this game last year in Corvallis? Morgan State, I'm guessing. By your 38-34. 38-34. And what did it stop? It stopped Oregon from going to the Pac-12 championship. What do they have a chance to do again this year? Stop Oregon from going for the Pac-12 championship. If Oregon State wins, and somebody asked in the chat, is Arizona still alive? Wilk, thank you. Yes, yes. Arizona's If in. Oregon State wins and Arizona beats Arizona State, which would be a massive choke job if they failed that one, um, you would be talking about Jed Fish's Arizona Wildcats emerging out of this conference, which has had so much good football in it this mm. year. Who in the fuck would have ever had mm. Arizona making the Pac-12 championship? That's that is not only in play, but likely if Oregon State finds a way to win this game. Um, but look, to be clear, Aaron, you're right. Like the Ducks should win. Absolutely. Yes. They have all the advantages, but um all the pressure is on Oregon. Oregon State can play free. The Beavers have that wonderful golden ticket ruin your arch rival season game, right? Uh, pull an Oklahoma State like they did to OU this year, a walk-off mm -hmm. in this series in which you have, you you know, you, you it's, it's much more even than that one. It's like 60-40, but still, you're on the losing end. Well, why not walk off with the last two? Not only that, think about what's on the line for Oregon. You're two touchdown favorites, right? Yep. Um, and we basically give you the benefit of the doubt the entire year as being the best one-loss team, despite there not being a ton of proof. Um, you're playing at home. Eugene's great home field advantage. Yep. You have Bo Nix. Bo Nix is much better than DJU. You have revenge on the mind. Last year, they held you out of the Pac-12 championship. And you have everything to play for if you're the Ducks. Mm -hmm. Bo Nix, Heisman, championship berth, playoff berth by extension, potential national championship by extension. So... I think Oregon will win, and they better, because if they do not, they it'll don't. be all too familiar tune for Oregon fans. And here's my questionnaire, Murray. What's the last big game you saw Bo Nix win? Versus Utah. Uh, okay, fair. A four-loss Utah team. Okay. Okay. I mean, the last big game that Bo Nix won was at Auburn beating Oregon his freshman year. I guess you can't, you're not going to consider USC obviously a good team, seven and USC five. Last year, USC last year, no, I would say it was probably like, a good win for them. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's I, a but, weird but is, thing is, about this, is, this, is this a question now of did we pump the, the, the Pac 12 too much? I think that needs to be the question because, like, we're, we're saying like all these wins aren't good. But then on top of that, we're kind no, of no, saying Oregon how good got, the no, conference no, 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 no. is. Oregon, Oregon got a bit of a different Pac-12. Now, granted, USC and Utah completely falling apart has depumped, has has yeah. taken a lot out of the conference. I mean, I would, at this I, point, I, they're I playing. They played. They they would have played Washington. They would play Oregon State. They would play USC. They would play Utah. I mean, they're playing the yeah, but they lost the, the best team of that bunch. But that's but what I'm saying. Like, so then, so so we need to stop saying that the Pac-12 is good. Because you keep saying that like they're not beating anyone, but they're being the majority of of like the middle half of the, that that conference. I'm pretty so, sure Washington has more ranked wins than any team in the. I'm top not saying four. I think they have four. I, I'm like so. I'm so I'm saying, I think there is still Houston. Sorry, if they win this game, it, they would have been three of the top, including themselves, three of the top five teams in that conference. So like. 
you just have to admit that either they're scheduled, they're not that good, or the Pac-12 is not no, that good. No, to be fair, I think, no, to be fair, I, I think they have to win this game, yeah. is my point. I'm saying I still think they're relatively unproven for how we've crowned them. They beat Utah really badly. Okay, like after the after the Oregon loss, or excuse me, after losing to Washington, they beat Washington State by 14 at home. That's fine. Um, they beat Utah badly in Utah. That's great. Um, they smoked Cal. You know, that's not going to do anything, but they did beat the hell out of him, 63-19. They really beat the hell out of USC as well. I'd say 36-27, not indicative of how that game went. They they beat up Arizona State. But again, that's that's all good, but it's still like, I just still think Oregon has something to prove, dude. Everyone does still. I mean, Bonix doesn't have the, no, but Bonix doesn't have the big win. He doesn't have a big opportunity. And that's why we talk about the Heisman situation right now, like Bo Nix, to me, well, I think Jaden's the best player. Bo Nix has the best platform the next two weeks. Absolutely. If, if he this pulls game, out Civil War and Pac-12, he wins. Yeah, he wins. So, like, if he wants to win the Heisman, like, go ball. You have the you you have a chance. You go out there and throw eight touchdowns over the next two games, take care of the football, throw 75% completion plus what you've done all season, you're going to win the Heisman, and your team's going to be in the playoffs. Um, okay, this is a good point by Shepard Ducks. Maybe I'm going to face this. Washington and Oregon have played the exact same team since they played, and Oregon has a plus 160 point differential, and Washington has like plus 60. That's the difference. All right. That's a good but Caleb DeBoer, Michael Penix have a way of pulling out these big games, even last year when they beat Oregon. And you just saw him do it again against Oregon State when everybody pronounced him dead. Let's see if Bo Nix and Oregon can do the same thing. Um, no, no. Turner Young says, uh, but Penix can't win the Heisman. That's caucasity. No, 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 no. It's not caucasity. Simply put, Penix numbers have just fallen off a bit. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix still like, like Jaden Daniels has too much of a gap over Penix number wise. Nix is the only person that's even close to Daniels. And then so Nix's resume on this stage could push him over the top. Um, all right, so who wins? Oregon wins. Oregon wins. Oregon wins. Oregon wins. But they better not fuck it up. <laughs> they not fuck it up. But Oregon wins. Uh, what? What, dude? I'm just saying. Every, 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 every top team better not fuck it up. I mean, that's that's you can't have that mindset going into a game. Let me not screw this up. Okay, Just play your we'll same see. game. Oregon's a better yeah, football sure. team. Don't not sure. it. But like, but but like, play your game better than you did against Washington earlier this year. Like, play your damn but game. You're at home, though. Better. You're at you're at home. Play your damn game. You're, you're not you're not on the road. Uh, all right, let's uh, get to the Iron Bowl right after we get here from our friends at DraftKings. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all, from your friends at DraftKings. And let's all remember that we have so much to be thankful for this time of year, whether it's family, friends, food, NFL football all week long. And DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on the NFL and get $150 instantly in bonus bets, okay? So no matter your appetite, we got something for you, okay? You like playing money lines, parlays of both the multi-game or same-game varietal, props, live bets, so much more. You name it, DraftKings has it. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SNAPS. It's your first time signing up. Use code SNAPS. New customers met $5 in the NFL action to score $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SNAPS. The crown is yours. 
gambling problem, call 100Gambler. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions Supply bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, are pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. God, your hair looks awful in that promo. Jesus Christ. Is this just uh, talk shit about Bo Nix? No, I'm sorry. I know. Awful. I know. Why is it know. so bad? Like, do it. I, look, you know, like, I know. One string just hanging down, like, over here. Mm, here we go. You see this guy's personal attacks <laughs> because mm. he's upset because Bo Nix just fucking throws it in the flats all day and gets 78 complete percentage because Troy Franklin runs for, like, 80 yards after hey. he catches it. Hey. We were and that's that they want in the Heisman. We were, we were and that's Ryan doing that. So Jaden Daniels wanted to start over. Get the hell out of here. Who did say? Yeah, that? exactly. Turner Young nailed it. Bo Nix is a checkdown merchant. That's why Aaron loves him. He's a mature quarterback that's played a lot of football. That's what he is. <laughs> that's the that's the nerdiest fucking thing I've ever heard. What in the Chad Pennington are you talking about right now? Shout out Chad Pennington. He's the real checkdown god. Nobody did it better but, but, but than Chad. Chad, Chad, Chad was the checkdown god because. He didn't have the arm strength to push the ball vertically down the field. Bo does. I don't give a fuck. All I'm saying is he used to set like NFL completion percentage records and he probably averaged like four yards per attempt. Mm -hmm. Um, Shepard Duck says, Team, I'm just mad that LSU's defense is worse than USC's. I, I actually no, am mad about that, Shepard. No, they're not. I mean, no, they're, no, 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 no. It's no, not no, that, no. bro. It's not it's, that far off. Oh, it's not it's far not off, but they're not off. as they're not as worse. No, they're not worse. They're not worse. Uh, you can at least go to bed knowing that they're not worse. Yeah, I guess. Is Randa getting fired? Can you get a Randa back to not a Randa? Oh, no. oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, word on the street is yeah. I don't know if, how interested I, either party would be in that move. I think really? LSU fans, if they had their way, they want um, uh, Blake Baker from Mizzou uh, because he was just at LSU a couple of years ago. Damone Clark and the linebackers went from being awful to being like a first round pick. His wife went to LSU. He played at Tulane. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Yeah. And they love what he's done in Mizzou. So we'll 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 see. Uh, yeah, I agree. Hey, uh, real quick, everybody. Uh, thank you for watching. Hit the like button. Share with your friends. You already know the deal. By the way, almost at eight point five, guys. Let's mm. fucking go, dude. The road to nine k continues. Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, fuck you, Aaron Murray. Your hair looks like shit. How about that? My hair looks good um, right now. I, 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 I'm, you actually feel, I'm feeling myself today. I take a nice, you look impeccable. I got off the plane, 6 a.m. flight. We want to get a little steam, nice shower. How do you have I'm so exhausted. much time for, itself, for, for self-care? You work 24-7 <laughs> and you have a full family. You're always like flying all over the country. Uh, you do an incredible job. Yeah. Um, we'll okay. Like let's, baby tonight. let's continue though. Let's talk Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we've already gone long. We're gonna have the bump. Okay. Uh, the iron bowl is awesome. Aaron Murray. Uh, but I don't <laughs> know that I think that this one's going to be particularly exciting. Unfortunately, you know, we always say like weird things happen in during hair. And I was so hoping cause I had Auburn a few weeks ago and, and watching the team I was like, man, I'm seeing improvements. Like the defense is getting healthy. The defensive backfield looks pretty good. They got some veteran guys that have some length. The defensive line's playing well. Uh, they're running the ball. The quarterbacks, you know, Payne Thorne looks better. And 
and all of a sudden they just completely crapped the bed last week and all that good energy that I felt was was going through the tight yeah. veins are, are completely gone right now. This is it, it Alabama has been one of the most improved teams in college football this season. I say that and then you look at their last games and is it a mixture of them getting that much better or just kind of a who have they played? You know, like ah, now you're waking uh, up. Now you're Kentucky, waking up, Aaron Murray. A really bad once, LSU defense. Like to once again, that has looked like Tennessee just got blown out the past two weeks. You only had a right. three point win versus Arkansas. You only won by six versus Texas A and M. Like I, 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 I want to believe that they've gotten really better, and I want to believe that Jalen Milrow as is significantly improved as a passer. But like, who the hell have they played for me to really feel like that? Especially on defense. Like, what defense have they played since A and M? That's like, oh wow, it's a bunch of ball busters on that side of the football. No, they, 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 they haven't. That's but, and, and granted, they still have looked better within that context, right? Because Alabama fans will say, I mean, we struggled against South Florida earlier this year, mm-hmm. so like, you know, of course, beating the hell out of Kentucky is good, and and they're not wrong, and Milrose playing much better, but like. But but the thing is, the problem is, Aaron, Auburn's shittier than all the teams you just named. It's true. They are. Like, so they like, are. Are. like this is, you're, you're more already talking about Georgia, Alabama. Like, you're already laying uh, the foundation for your anti-Alabama argument. But, but, but can Auburn's defense at home at least show again, some this, kinks in the armor but, but, enough to make it interesting? That's what I'm asking. Like, enough to, like... Be like a Georgia game where at halftime, like, oh shit, maybe, maybe Auburn finds a way to win this game. And then Alabama pulls away in the fourth quarter. Like, is that possible? You just think it, it's, it's all gas, no break, Alabama by 20. No, points look, I think Auburn's a better team than what you saw last week. Oh, significantly. And than that. we saw some of the dark magic, some of that dark Taliban magic that Auburn has against UGA earlier this year. But I still think Alabama's playing too confident right now. They're too motivated. They are thriving in this pseudo underdog role that we have all cast them in this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're in their flow. And you might say, oh, well, Hugh Freeze knows how to beat Nick Saban. Um, what I can't get over is just comparing Peyton Thorne and Jalen Milrow. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Thorne is the 10th rated quarterback in the SEC. He's got 14 touchdowns and seven picks. So not only is he is a very low efficiency quarterback, He's low volume mm-hmm. out of everybody, out of all the quarterbacks who have played the entire year. He's averaging 143 yards a game through the air. He's got 1500 yards and is dead last in the SEC. And then in Jalen Milrow, you have one of the most efficient and explosive throwers of the football who can run all over the place. Like, so like you're going to tell me that you have an Alabama team that is literally better at every single position group on the field mm-hmm. and the quarterback disparity is that large. And you're just going to tell me that like the Auburn Taliban magic is strong enough to overcome that. When is Alabama I don't think so. and, and any of the times they've beat in Auburn and any time they've been in Alabama over the past decade, have they ever had the better team ever? It ain't been this bad. It ain't been this bad. Well, I mean, even in the kick six, Auburn was fourth in the country, right? I don't know how many other times they've beaten them since then. Uh, by the way, I do have a great kick six anecdote. So um, I do uh, that other rival show with AJ McCarron on stadium or whatever. And he said yesterday, the kick six was the only field goal attempt of his career that he did not hold for. Because mm-hmm. the starting kicker was fucking up so bad 
So they put in the backup and the, the punter had been holding with the backup. And so they put the punter on the field to hold the ball. The only kick he didn't hold for was the kick mm -hmm. six, which cost him a natty. Gotta love Did he it. Did you feel though. like he, him holding the ball would have made the difference? Uh, he just was, you could tell that he was very pissed off. He feels, I don't think the punter would he have made, would he have made the tackle. So I was going to say, he was said, he was talking about how like, I would have fucking hit someone. He said, I would have fucking hit someone. Uh, yeah, maybe the punter didn't do the best job, but all right, no, I, bro. I, Auburn's about to Auburn, get Auburn, Auburn will get lucky to score 10 points in this game. Yeah. The offense is yeah. bad. It's it yeah. just, it just bad. I mean, they, they better hope that Milro goes back to throwing interceptions on, you know, multiple interceptions. Like, that's the only way Auburn wins this game. Like, you have to find a way to confuse Jalen, you know, force him to throw a couple picks, get short fields. You know, maybe get something on the special teams, but like for me to think that you're going to drive the football against Alabama's defense right now with with help, they don't have receivers. Uh, receivers have not been good this entire season. Offensive line's been inconsistent. Quarterback's been inconsistent. Uh, it's going to be a long day for that offense. It's going to be it's going to have to be an, an, an A plus plus game for Auburn's defense to keep them in it. And I do, and I and I will say this for for me questioning Alabama's resume right now. And how much have they truly grown? Jalen really has grown as a passer. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to do mm -hmm. during the season that much. Like I there's know. been significant growth from him. And, uh, you know, obviously that's a lot to do with Tommy Reese and how he's kind of changed his mentality for what he calls, you know, how he calls the game. But Jalen is playing like one of the better players in the SEC at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, well, one of the coolest part is, is like if you wanted to go to the, uh, if you wanted to go get tickets to the game, you could just download the Game Time app. It's a fast growing ticketing app in the US. Um, and you got to remember, Game Time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. You get exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals. It's on games, concerts. Remember, it's not just sports, it is any sport, but it's also concerts, anything like that. They have zone deals where you pick the section, Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. And with a game time guarantee, you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and redeem code SNAPS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That's code SNAPS, S N A P S, for $20 off game time. Download it today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we got to be quick here on the way out. Uh, we're not going to be able to talk LSU today, unfortunately. I'll just say this. Remember, this is a very good Texas A&M defense, mm -hmm. and nobody's going to watch because of Michigan-Ohio State. So if Jaden ends up going for another four hundo and five touchdowns, recognize that he did it statistically against the best defense in the SEC. Uh, number mm, one in total yards, third in points. I said statistically, bitch. Calm down. Okay. Their, their defense, they, they'll give up. Jaden's going to have another big game. Their defense okay, is good. great against the run. Their secondary ain't good. LSU is going to eat them up because LSU's LSU's offense line can physically match up with yes. AM's defensive line. Like he's going to have a big day. Um. Okay. Egg Bowl. Real quick. It's my favorite rivalry. We've talked about it all week. It's the purest of all rivalries. It's just a good old fashioned hate fest. It has no national relevance. Don't mean shit to championships. Never does. And yet it decides the happiness of these two communities in Mississippi every single year. I fucking love it. What's crazy, Aaron, 
what a difference a year can make. Mm -hmm. At this time last year, Ole Miss was completely collapsing. Mississippi State was solidifying. State wins this game. They uh, moved to third in the SEC West, eight and four, bragging rights. That made it four losses in a row for Ole Miss. They were they went from seven and zero to eight and four. Just absolutely devastating time to be an Ole Miss fan. And then everything switches, right? Mm -hmm. You have the tragedy with Matt Leach. You you try to stay with Zach Arnett because of continuity. And Zach Arnett's like, fuck continuity. I'm just going to remake everything. Like, we're just going to play old school football. But And all of a sudden, Mississippi State has collapsed. They're directionless, coachless. Mm-hmm. They, they have nothing. And now Ole Miss is back on top. Just a shocking turn of events from last Thanksgiving to this Thanksgiving. Yeah, it, and... I think this game can get pretty ugly pretty fast. I mean, the, the one thing for Mississippi State right now is, you know, you got Will Rogers back last week. I was on the call, and and, and you could feel the excitement to have their QB back. Uh, Marks is back at the running back position. So like they're getting healthier in offense here at the end of the season. They have something to fight for 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 for, for a bowl game. Uh, they're a very senior-led football do, team. Do so players really care energy. about the bowl game? I wonder, dude. I wonder. I think for 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 a team that is that is so many seniors on it, like you don't want to sit that, that, that might be fair. With, like I remember my freshman year, we 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 fought like hell to beat Georgia Tech. Obviously, it's a rivalry game, same kind of situation to get the six and six. Jesus and then I remember Christ. losing the bowl game and going six and seven and be like, damn, like we just lost. And the seniors are are was the first Mark Rick football team. That was below 500. Like, that's a shitty feeling. Speaking of, speaking of shocking turnarounds, that in our lifetime, we existed in a, in a moment where UGA had to beat Georgia Tech to get bowl <laughs> eligible. I know. What? Sorry, we started from the bottom <laughs> back in 2010. We've worked our way up here in the past 13 years. Oh, uh, my like, God. You, and that's what, you know, when we talk about, as we say, throughout the season off, it was the senior leaderships. It was Jet Johnson and, and, and Watson at linebacker and all the guys that came back. I mean, they're, I think the most senior-led football team in the SEC. So you do not want to send those guys off with a 5-7 and seven record. You want those guys to be able to enjoy one last bowl game before they move on from the university. So I do think there is something to fight for for Mississippi State. I just don't think they're very good. I think the offensive line is pretty bad. You know how I feel about I think Will Rogers is just average. I think the receivers are average. I think I just think they're an average football team to below average football team. Where you look at Ole Miss, while they may be a little bit soft at the line of scrimmage, they are excellent at the receiving position, at the running back position, and then at the receiving position or the quarterback position. Like Jackson Dart should have a field day against this defense on Thursday night. An absolute field day. I think Ole Miss wins big. Yeah, I mean, the game's in Starkville. And thanks, I mean, Egg Bowl home field advantage can get really sideways. But, I, yeah, I just don't see the path for State. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And for Ole Miss, I mean, what a comeback. You know, mm-hmm. it proving that the 10 regular season wins two years ago, not a flash in the pan. You have a chance to do it a second time in three years. Jackson Dart's better than Matt Corral. And he's coming back for another year, it looks like. Lane Kiffin probably going to stick around. Doesn't seem like there's any traction on like the A&M job or anything like that. Like it, It's so funny because last year we were all clowning Kiffin and Ole Miss and pronouncing mm-hmm. dead one-hit wonders. And now look at him now, dude. Mm, and it's all, unless they fuck it up this Thursday, Amber. Oh, fuck it up. The big, yeah, big mess up. Watch out, Lane. But see, but you said, but then like, yeah, but like Mississippi State, you know, they can't fuck it up. They, it's already fucked up. Oregon State, they already fucked it up last week. They can't fuck it up. That's why the pressure's on these big-time favorites to win. 
They have stuff to play for. We're going to see. Some of us are meant for, for pressures. Others are just, they crumble in the, the, the face of adversity. I'll let you guys decide which one in this conversation is which. It's all, it's all you've talked about this entire, this entire show is yeah. team scared of the moment. Yeah, because that's what Oregon has been consistently. That's my entire fucking point. Win one of these things and I'll stop saying it. It's Steve Lanning's second season as, as a head coach of Oregon. I mean, my goodness. What do you expect? Perfection off the bat? Um, no, but I'm saying in how we talk about them, a lot of people have already crowned them. What I'm saying is I just want to see some proof that you earn the crown. Okay. That's all I'm asking for. I agree. Like you assholes talk like they beat Washington. They did. You do. My mind, you know you did. do. In exactly. My mind, and and my you're mind, not even joking. Lenny and you're not football. even joking. They that's a piss me off so and you're not even joking. I'm not. You are they dead serious. I do not understand that. <laughs> Whatever. I love you all. Thank you so much. Thanksgiving tomorrow, we'll have some gambling talk with uh, Colin Wilson. Unfortunately, no chill Friday stream. I am going to be um, at RenFest with my family, so I'm going to be away from the computer. Uh, Not RenFest. RenFest. And Saturday, uh, maybe swimming at night. Yeah, I'm going to do multiple shows. I'm I'm free all day, baby. Or you can't. Well, I know, but I'm going to be getting... Let's do irresponsibly let's drunk do, at go. 11 a.m. So, yeah, maybe maybe Saturday you, night. Will you be able to sober up by Saturday night? Bruh, I, I'm, I can do it drunk. That ain't no problem. I'm That's an expert true. on the mic drunk. Which is let's awesome. go. Mike. Come on. I'm, Come my, on. My lift bill during football season is out of control. <laughs> um, shout out. Hey, thank you, Ethan Ferguson. Thank you, Texas Rock. Some guy. First beat. Goat dog. Taco leg. Everybody else hanging out um, in the chat. We love you so much. And, uh... Road to 9K continues. Like it, subscribe, give it your friends. Thank you. Y'all the best. We'll see you later for some more snaps. The volume. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.